Hello and welcome to our worship from the Wirral Circuit for Sunday the 31st of July 2022. I'm Steve Cooper and will be leading our worship. Let us worship the God of plenty, who clothes the woods with green leaves, the fields with crops and the meadows with flowers, and sends us sun to warm and rain to refresh. Just as we are together and apart, we come to worship you, Lord God, to hear your word and to sing your praise, to acknowledge our need and to share your love. Amen. And so let us gather in worship and we sing two songs following each other. Firstly, all I once held dear, built my life upon. And that's followed by, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. All this world reveals 
Let's gather together in prayer. God of richness beyond our imagining, of love beyond our comprehension, 
of giving beyond our worth, of forgiveness beyond our earning, of generosity beyond anything we need. We adore you. Praise be to you, Creator God, for the world around us in all its wonder and variety, for the richness and diversity it offers, for nature, the sea, the air, the plants, the animals, and for our fellow human beings. Praise be to you, Eternal God, that from one generation to the next, you are our God, and we are your people. We're all different to each other, but each of us is of equal value. Praise be to you, loving God, for the love you have shown and the love we have been given by those who know you. Praise to you that you inspire us to share and receive such love. Praise be to you, generous God, for sufficiency beyond our imaginings, if only we will trust you and be guided by you. Praise be to God, our Father and Mother, for the gift of Jesus. Praise be to God the Son, for walking this earth, teaching, showing, guiding, giving, living and dying. Praise be to God the Holy Spirit, for indwelling within us and setting our hearts aflame with love for the world. Praise be to God. Amen. And a prayer of confession. For our lack of generosity and giving, of sharing and caring, Lord forgive us. For our neglect of need of body, mind or soul, Lord forgive us. For our silence when words would have healed, and for harsh words that needn't have been spoken, Lord forgive us. For our living that fails to put into practice what we hear of you and from you, Lord forgive us. For our ignoring your truths, your ways, your words, Lord forgive us. Amen. We have confessed our sins. Jesus taught us to pray to you and promised that our sins would be forgiven. We trust in your promises and amid the cacophony of noise that life throws at us, may we hear your word my son, my daughter, my child, your sins are forgiven. Go and live well to the glory of my name and the good of all. Amen. The Old Testament reading is taken from the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verses 12 to 14 and chapter 2 verses 18 to 23, read from the New International Version. I, 
the teacher, was king over Israel in Jerusalem. I applied my mind to study and to explore by wisdom all that is done under the heavens. What a heavy burden God has laid on mankind. I have seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless, a chasing after the wind. I hated all the things I had, I had toiled for under the sun, because I must leave them to the one who comes after me. And who knows whether that person will be wise or foolish. Yet they will have control over all the fruit of my toil into which I have poured my effort and skill under the sun. This too is meaningless. So my heart began to despair over all my toilsome labour under the sun. For a person may labour with wisdom, knowledge and skill, and then they must leave all they own to another who has not touched, toiled for it. This too is meaningless and a great misfortune. What do people get for all the toil and anxious striving with which they labour under the sun? All their day's work is grief and pain. Even at night their minds do not rest. This too is meaningless. Let's sing again a hymn that may be not too familiar to you, but hopefully you will be able to follow the tune. There are no voices to this song, only the music behind the lyrics on screen. The hymn is number 625 in Singing the Faith. Deep in the darkness, a starlight is gleaming. The Gospel reading is taken from Luke, Luke chapter 12, verses 13 to 21. It is entitled, The Parable of the Rich Fool. 
Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbitrator between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded in an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but it is, is not rich towards God. I wonder if you've ever dreamt of being rich and particularly of suddenly becoming rich. Maybe you feel you are rich. I suspect that it's a game that most of us play at some time in our lives without, of course, any real expectation of it happening. Why would we want to become rich? Simply to be rich or perhaps to be better able to help out family, friends and others in straightened circumstances. Many of you will recall the musical or film Fiddler on the Roof. It's a story set in Imperial Russia in or around 1905. It's based on the book Tevye and His Daughters, or sometimes called Tevye the Dairyman. The story centres on Tevye, a milkman in the village of Anatevka who attempts to maintain his Jewish, religious and cultural traditions as outside influences encroach on his family's lives. Tevye and the family live through various trials, but eventually an edict of the Tsar evicts the Jews from their village. Within the story there is the famous song, If I Were a Rich Man. Let's hear an excerpt from that song. You made many, many poor people. I realise, of course, it's no shame to be poor. But it's no great honour either. <sighs> so what would have been so terrible? if I had a small fortune. If I were a rich man, all day long I bidibidibum. If I were a wealthy man, I wouldn't have to work hard. If I were a bitty bitty rich, idle diddle 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 man, I'd build 
a big tall house with rooms by the dozen right in the middle of the town a fine tin roof with the real wooden floors below there would be one long staircase just going up and one even longer coming down and one more leading nowhere just for show i'd fill my Yard with the chicks and turkeys and geese and ducks for the town to see and hear Squawking just as noisily as they can And each love will land like a trumpet on the ear As if to say here lives a wealthy man If I were a rich man, yabidibidibidibidibidibidibidum. All day long, I bidibidibum. If I were a wealthy man, I wouldn't have to work hard. Yabidibidibidibidibidibidibidum. If I were a bidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibid
but on closer inspection we realize that the challenge is not so much to wealth but rather to greed the acquisition of riches and not just financial riches for one's own benefit to the attitude that all gain is for self-aggrandizement and luxury there are some who have argued over the years that there can be no such thing as a rich Christian, a wealthy Christian, that the two things are incompatible. You may recall that over many years, Cliff Richard, for example, has regularly been challenged in the media about his wealth. His response has always been, that it is not so much what wealth you have that is significant, but rather what you do with it. With wealth, he says, comes additional responsibility and accountability to God. And perhaps understandably, he is defensive that his accountability is to God and not to the media, nor even the church. This response is a reasonable interpretation of the latter half of the Gospel passage. The rich young man of the story <clears throat> sees the fruitfulness of his land and hatches his plans to secure it for himself. To gather these riches for his personal benefit and gain. To be stored up, as we would say, against a rainy day. Jesus challenges that garnering to oneself and says that storing up of earthly riches is folly. And as the teacher in Ecclesiastes says, who knows when you will be called from this life and what will happen then to the wealth? It will go to those who haven't earned it, perhaps even had spurned it. And surely there are echoes of the initial folly of the prodigal son, who wants simply the inheritance released so that he can go off and do his own thing. But look to the first part of the Gospel reading. Here we are told a story apparently about justice. Tell my brother to divide the wealth, the inheritance with me. The presumably younger brother, is aggrieved that seemingly all his father's wealth has been left to the elder brother, as was the norm, and he wants a share. But Jesus refuses to intervene in this way. Who, he says, makes him the arbiter of his father's intentions? I think what Jesus says into this debate is that whilst there are some basic godly principles, there is free will in the choice as to how they are to be followed. Even in these matters, God doesn't set down diktats. I don't know and I don't want to know if you've ever had an unexpected inheritance. A few years ago, I received notification that my cousin who I was never very close to, and whom I hadn't seen for a number of decades, had died 
intestate and without any immediate heirs. To cut a long story short, eventually I and some 30 plus others, most of whom I didn't know existed, received a share of the estate in proportion to how distant a relative we were. It wasn't a vast amount of money, but it was certainly worth having. <clears throat> what to do with it? How to use it? For a while, I simply kept it in my savings. But in the last year or so, I've begun to use it for various purposes. Holidays that we probably wouldn't have had otherwise. But in a sense, it has also allowed us, particularly as inflation has begun to increase, to sustain our charitable giving. The wisdom writer of Ecclesiastes also reflects on the toiling after personal satisfaction. It's not clear that this pondering is about financial gain of itself. Perhaps it's simply that that was not how economies worked at the time. But he certainly writes of the folly of being acquisitive and ravenous. It is all, in the end, he says, meaningless. It's the character of the person, not the wealth or standing, that counts. Are those traits that ring true in our society or even in our church? I love the line in the song that says it wouldn't matter whether as a rich man he gave the right or wrong answers to the question of seeking after wisdom. It doesn't matter because as a rich man it is presumed that the answer will be wise. Now I wonder where we've recognised the folly of such so-called wisdom in our own society. <clears throat> but is it true in our churches too? Are those churches that have some more substantial financial reserves content with their own barns, or, or even desirous of bigger barns. Implied in the Gospel story is that the wealth of the rich young man was for sharing. First, undoubtedly, with the labourers who had been enabling the flourishing of the crops, and then with the wider society in need. Is this a principle that we need to recapture? And the final words that we heard from the clip of the song reflect the kernel of the wisdom of our gospel writings. That the time spent in the synagogue, studying the scriptures, teasing out their wisdom, would be the sweetest thing of all. That is, the richness towards God that Jesus commends over the riches of the world and for which we should all seek. How we go about that, how we practice our spiritual reflection and growth is of course open for conversation, but practice it we must that we might be rich in the things of God 
and thereby the means of our own, our neighbours and of societies flourishing. Amen. And now let us sing of the sense of where wisdom and hope comes from as we sing the hymn 351 in christ alone my hope is found christ alone in christ alone my hope is found he is my light my strength my song this cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are still, when striving cease, my comforter. Satisfied for every 
so we come to our prayers for those around us, the world around us, and for ourselves. Let us pray. Lord our God, your abundance, your love, your provision, your blessing amazes us day by day. With such knowledge, we bring our prayers for others in need this day. We pray for those in need of food on the table, when the cupboard is bare or when the crops have failed. No one should need overseas aid, and yet they do. No one should need food banks, and yet they do. No one should go hungry, and yet they do. Help us to do all we can to help feed the hungry and alleviate need. God of abundance, hear our prayer. For those who are hungry for love, hungry for care, hungry for compassion, hungry for purpose. May they find what they need and what they seek from the abundance of your richness in the world. God of abundance, hear our prayer. For those who don't seek abundance, but simply seek for a shelter to surround them, a roof to protect them, a place to call home, a place to belong, a place to be the best that they can be. God of abundance, hear our prayer. For the fearful and the frightened, the bewildered and bemused, as the pace of life overtakes them, for those who feel they no longer belong where they used to, they no longer understand what they used to. God of abundance, hear our prayer. For the NHS and social care and social workers who strive to see people as a whole and to meet their needs when all around them there are pressures and cutbacks and shortages and complaints. God of abundance, hear our prayer. For governments across the world as they readjust to life's changing needs and demands, may they have open eyes to see the real needs, open ears to hear the cries of the needy, open hands to reach out in compassion, and open minds to change their ways when needed. God of abundance, hear our prayer. For those who are participating and organising the Commonwealth Games, that they may be indeed games of friendship, hospitality and fairness, that all who share may feel respected and appreciated, safe and secure. God of abundance, 
hear our prayer. For those known to us who need our prayers today, in a moment of silence, we bring their names and offer them to God. God of abundance, hear our prayer for ourselves, that we may live fruitful, helpful lives, treating others with the respect, dignity, fairness and worth, that we may be loved, that we may love as we are loved and as Jesus commanded. God of abundance, hear our prayer. Amen. And let us unite our prayers in saying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And so let us draw our worship towards its close as we sing together the hymn number 526. Lord of all hopefulness, Lord of all joy.
Loving God, you have given us eyes to see and be the beauty and bounty of your earth and minds to understand the importance of sharing. As we go from this place, make us quick to see where there is injustice or suffering and generous to do what we can to alleviate either that we may be your blessing in the world and so may we know the blessing of god father son and holy spirit this day and forevermore amen